You God alone, you alone are God. You alone are God. You alone are God. You alone are God. Yeah, you alone are God. So rain in this place, rock ocean, move in this place, rain in this place, I your shadow, you alone are God, you God alone for the last time, you God alone, God ocean. You God alone, you alone are God. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God, God all by yourself. yourself. You are God from beginning. Yes, you are. Horoshke parisha toto toba dita. Eko shate la papa. Veroshe kate niato ze para de 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 sa. Rekizo vara te la de sheto. Eya kate koba pareko. Hey, you call for life out of darkness. You don't need a man to be the God you are. That you have chosen. Hey, God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yah. Miracle working God. Your name is Yah. Your name is Elam. Your name is Your name is He. Thank you, Spirit of God. Mando bofe bevesi Aligned to the operations of the heavens tonight. 
with my tongue, Lord. Release your word. Release grace tonight. Let the readiness of my heart to articulate through my mouth. Like the pen of a ready writer. Not being missed with man's wisdom and philosophy. For in them we have no assurance of progress. You and you alone tonight, Lord. I declare my listeners receive the understanding to flow along, to comprehend and to be able to assimilate with the necessary speed tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we override and we overpower every spirit of misunderstanding and every spirit of misrepresentation. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, by now, if you've been joining us all along, I am BRJ. And uh, I'm pleased to be your host tonight. It's the atmospheric sprint. Is if it's your first time ever watching the atmospheric sprint, and here we catch the fire of God and we run. Hallelujah. And I believe greatly that tonight you will catch the grace of God and you will run the race for which that grace will be given tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now, if you've got your Bible with me, and as usual from the King James Version, I want to share something with you tonight. Um, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Lara Shovoskepandas. Hallelujah. 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 So tonight we are talking about grace for grace. Grace over grace. Grace against grace. Grace upon grace. Depending on the version you are reading. Hallelujah. I will be taking a reading from um, first, no, not first John. John chapter one, rather. And now, for understanding, um, we're actually going to talk about verse 14, but for absoluteness, let's pick it from the verse 1. The verse 1. I just wish we could just bask in the presence of the Lord like that. But we are still doing that, all right? We are still doing that with the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made 
that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. And this life and this light is the word that was in the beginning. So tonight as we enter the word of God, we are experiencing life and we are experiencing light. Hallelujah. You know, scripture says that, uh, Jesus said that I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. What it means is that the more of Christ you experience, the more you experience varying facets of the life that is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And it's my prayer that tonight you will experience something different that you've been experiencing all along in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In him was life and the life was the light of men. Verse 5. And the light shined in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 5 in the Amplified Version. It says that and the light shines on in the darkness for the darkness has never overpowered it or put it out or absorbed it or appropriated it and is unreceptive to it. Now, as you are receiving the word of God, I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, let the light of the word of God shine in your life and put out every darkness, every shade and every shadow in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know, it's interesting that Jesus comes and he says that, you know what, you have been experiencing a lot of principles and festive seasons and uh, mannerisms and all that and all that and blah, blah, blah. But all these things are a shadow. Paul says that Christ is the substance. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that you move out of every shadow and enter reality tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended the north. Verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Verse 7, the same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Hallelujah. Verse 9, that was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. Verse 10. He was in the world and the world was not made by him. And the world was made by him, sorry. And the world knew him not. Verse 11. He came unto his own and his own received him not. Verse 12 he says that, but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. I think I've mentioned this um, about a couple of months back um, in the first three episodes of the Apostolic Spring. Um, and I was saying that the very beginning of your sonship the very beginning of your acceptance into the beloved starts from power. So if by now, after five years of coming to Christ, 
We cannot see the evidence of power in your life. We cannot see redemption in your life as you claim you have linked with the Redeemer. Then uh, there is an error that needs to be corrected. And I prophesy over your life in the name of the Lord Jesus that after tonight, every error that hinders you from exercising the power of God and from exercising the glory of God in the name of the Lord Jesus is corrected and wiped out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What did we get to? Verse 13. Which were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Fourteen. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Verse 14 again. And the word was made flesh. And the word was made flesh. And dwelt among us. When we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. But you know we are, we are the church of the first begotten, the church of Christ, the church of the first son, by which we are now sons. So he's not the only begotten, but through him, we have also become begotten sons of God. Hallelujah. So, follow me closely. Scripture said, And the word was made flesh. Now, in Romans chapter 10, the scripture says that, How shall they believe? When they have no head. And how shall they hear when there has been no one sent to release the word, right? Now, that was the scripture precedent to um, the scripture that says that with our heart we believe, and by confession we get the salvation done. All right? Then he says that all this emanates from the preaching of the word of God. So the genesis of salvation, the genesis of begottenness, and the genesis of one's acceptance into the beloved is with the word of God. As was the same with Christ. It was the word that became flesh. The word that was released to Mary, brooded upon by the Spirit of God. And she begot the Savior. She begot the Savior. Let me speak uh, in English apart from King James. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So look at something closely. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten. And we've handled that. And we've also handled the word becoming flesh. And this word that became flesh, dwelling amongst us, the scripture said, he was full of grace and truth. 
He was full of grace and truth. I need you to follow me closely because I will not talk for long tonight. I'm praying that we will have enough time to pray. And if anything else that we have the chance to do, we do that as well. From the Amplified Version, the verse 14 says that, And the word Christ became flesh, human, incarnate, and tabernacled, fixed his tent of flesh, lived a while amongst us. And we actually saw his glory, his honor, and his majesty. Such glory as an only begotten son receives from his father. Full of grace. Full of favor. Full of loving kindness. And full of truth. Now, last week we dealt with transcendence. And before that we handled ascendancy. And with the two we established the necessity to grow and that one's growth uh, determines the measure of Christ that he's been able to unearth within him. So Paul says that my little children for whom I travel until Christ be formed in you. So Christ is formed in us until we are full of Christ. I had a story of um, I'm trying to remember the preacher that was that said that story, but he was giving a narrative um, that they were preaching the word of God to this gentleman, and they were asking him to receive Christ. And he was like, okay, um, Jesus is big, right? He said, yes. He's overall. He said, yes. He said, okay, so if I receive him into me, won't he stick out? He laughed and he said, that is the whole point of it, that you receive Christ and he will stick out. So that people will see what you have taken on, what you have taken in, and what you are made of. Ladies and gentlemen, if your content is not Christ, then I am careful to speak of your identity. If your content is not Christ, I am careful to speak of your identity. In Ephesians chapter 4, in Ephesians chapter 4, um, verse... 11 and um, 11 through to 13. Like always, I like to read. I've not written it, all right? I'm actually reading for the Bible. Great. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 13. He says that till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. How can one be full of grace as a believer? How can one have grace over grace, grace upon grace, maturing in grace, increasing in grace? Homo lobo 
Actually, all the grace you ever need is inside of you. All you have to do is to just bring it out, unearth it, unravel it, reveal it. Let it be manifested. Hallelujah. Now, the fullness of grace and the fullness of truth is of this definition. The knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This is the equation of fullness of grace and fullness of truth. Uh, I hope it's understandable. Let me try and make it as plain as possible. Being full of grace actually is being full of Christ. Being full of grace is being full of Christ. Coming to the place of the perfect man. Coming to the place of the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Because Christ is full of grace and full of truth. So until one has received Christ in full, until Christ is formed in one, one cannot say I am full of grace or I am increasing in grace. Paul said, grow in grace. Grow in grace. What does he mean? Your awareness to grace, your manifestation of grace must be progressive. It must not be a stagnating um, state. When I experience you this particular year, the next year I come and meet you and experience you, you must have increased and grown in grace. And I'll speak of how to grow in grace. Back to John. Back to John, chapter 1. The verse 14. He says that, And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the begotten, as of the only begotten father. Begotten of the father. What it means is that there is a certain glory that is apportioned to a begotten son. And so, if you are accepted into the beloved, the very day you enter Zion, the very day you enter the epistle, synagogue, because scripture says that anyone that confessed Christ was put outside of the synagogue. So, the very day you are accepted into the outside of the synagogue, actually, the, the peak of the synagogue, because by the time you confess Christ, you are no longer of that state. They cannot handle you. They cannot contain you. That is why most of you, when the very moment you began experiencing and expressing growth in Christ, you had difficulty with some friends. You had difficulty with some family members. Oh yeah. The very moment you grow, the very moment you mature, you get to a place where you are incomprehensible. People cannot tolerate you anymore. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Let's move on before I digress and digress. Oh, thank you, Father. So, and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory, 
the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Verse 15. John bear witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me. For he was before me. And pay attention to this. And of his fullness have all we received grace for grace. And of his fullness have all we received grace for grace. Let me read from the Amplified Version. Verse 16, he says that, For out of his fullness, out of his abundance, we have all received, all had a share. You know, we actually don't have a share. In Christ, we don't take a share. We partake. It's a partnership. We partake. We become a part of the taking. Not a, taking a part out, but a part of the taking. It becomes a partnership. Hallelujah. That is why we are joint heirs and not co-heirs. Right? Where was I? Where was I? For out of his fullness, abundance, we have all received, all had a share, and we were supplied with one grace after another and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, and even favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. I'm loving this amplified version. Can we, can, we, can we declare that? Say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, of Christ's fullness and abundance, we have received, no, personalize, say, I have received grace after grace. Say, I have received grace after grace and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing and even favor upon favor and gift heaped upon gift. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, look at that. And of his fullness have we all received grace upon grace. Grace against grace. Grace over grace. Grace heaped upon grace. So what is grace? I do not intend to give you an exhaustive answer of what grace is because grace is all that we can say and all that we can say for now. Hallelujah. So I will tell you something that grace is. Not all that grace is. I hope that is understandable. Grace is one of the concepts that has been overly used but on an uh, honest observation, you realize that it has been less understood than used. This is what I mean. It's a term that we have used 
both out of context and without understanding. Hallelujah. So what is grace? Grace is all the supply and all the support and all the partnership and all the strength and everything you need, all the provision you need to accomplish that which God has assigned you to accomplish. So it is actually God working through you to achieve what he wants you to achieve and what he has apportioned for you to achieve. I hope that is understood. So grace is all that you have been told by your pastor, by your friend, by your teacher, by your prophet, by your instructor. And I'm saying that grace is all the necessary strength ability you need to be able to accomplish everything God wants you to accomplish. So grace is God empowering you so that you can be able to achieve what he wants you to achieve. So number one, by grace, God is able to make faith, um, um, salvation a workable principle. By grace, God is able to make the gift inside of you operational. By grace, you are what you are. As simple as that. You are what you are by grace. Everything you are by grace. Everything you are by grace. And like I said, there is no new grace anywhere. The Spirit of God is called the Spirit of Grace. And Christ is said to be the one that is full of grace. He's the one that is the reservoir of grace and truth. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if he is the truth, then he's, the, he's full of truth, and he's full of grace, then he's the grace that you need. So Christ is the grace you need. If only you understand Christ in all facets of life, in all manifestable um, things that you ever think of, you realize that Christ is all the grace you ever need. And by the spirit of grace that is in you, you are able to receive enablement and an activation of that grace inside of him. But how are you able to allow the grace of God that is inside of you flow? But first of all, let me answer how that you are able to grow in grace. How that you are able to grow in grace. Now, in Ephesians chapter 13, chapter 14, verse 13, we understood that the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ is made possible by being full of the knowledge of Christ. So, an increase in the grace of God, an increase in the grace of God is an increase of the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ you receive at each point in time. And how is that possible? Through knowledge. Let me show you something from Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Peter, 
in his letter said, let me read from the verse one. He says that Simon Peter's servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Colon. So he's going to explain what he meant by those that have obtained a like precious faith. Those that have obtained a like precious substance needed to attain and to receive that which God has reserved for you. What do I mean? Faith is said to be the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The evidence of things not seen. What does he mean? Of things not seen simply means of things that are actually there but have not been realized has not been manifested so that you are able to witness it. And he said, faith is a substance of things hoped for. Now, I have, I have this teaching on hope, hope that transforms on my podcast. So you can search that out. Um, Apple Podcast, um, iTunes, um, Google Podcast, anywhere, search it. Now, he says, um, what was I saying? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. What is hope? Hope is all that God has apportioned for you and has reserved it for sure at a particular point in time. So hope is not an optimistic avenue to give yourself the satisfaction that you could receive something that is actually not reserved for you. How do I mean? If you say that you hope to cook, um, what's my favorite? Bangkum tomorrow. It must mean that you have everything necessary, everything needed, every ingredient needed to make that banku a reality. That is hope. So what is no hope? You saying that you hope to be a billionaire tomorrow more than, um, who is the richest man? Warren Buffett. Bezos. To be Richer than Bezos in the next two minutes. You hope that you'll be richer than Bezos in the next two minutes. Okay, let's start from despite those in Ghana. You hope to be richer than despite. I'm not really now the fact that God can make that possible, but it must be something that is really reserved for you. Otherwise, you are misusing the understanding of hope. Hope is that which is reserved for you, lying in wait that you take it. How do we know? The Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. What it means is that, now sickness means a defect, a defunctioning of unexpected functioning. So hope deferred making the heart sick means that hope is not supposed to be deferred. 
hope is supposed to be realized. It is something that must be achieved. Let me give you another instance. The scripture said that all of creation is subjected in hope. And what is this subjection in hope? This hope is that the sons of God will manifest. And it is a principle, it is a truth, and it is going to happen. That is hope. Look at how scripture uses hope. And look at how you use hope. And look at how many times hope has not worked for you. And you realize that you used it outside the, 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 the territorial understanding and implication of what hope is. So hope is all that is reserved for you. And scripture said, faith is the substance. Faith is the evidence. Faith is the ticket that I have not entered the plane yet, but if I tell you that I am traveling tomorrow, this is it. Understood. So if I tell you I'm going to make jolly juice, I must be able to show you the anhydrous powder that this is what I'm going to make. I hope to make jolly juice in the next two minutes. I have what it takes. I have the proof. Faith is what tells you. That is why the scripture said that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. So, Faith, first and foremost, is based on the word of God. Faith is that which is based on the word of God. What is and who is the word of God? The scripture said in John 1 that we read that the word became flesh and this was speaking of Christ. And the scripture said, we beheld his glory. So this faith that is dependent on the word of God and the word of God, which is Christ Jesus, tells us that Christ is our evidence, our proof that there is a glorious life ahead. There is a higher grace ahead. And it is Christ that is full of grace and full of truth. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. What does he mean? Christ in you, the evidential proof that you have glory in the time to come. So Christ is the proof. And what we look on to know that we have to come to a level where we are full of grace and full of truth. Because we must come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Why measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ? It is, it is um, um, a, a, a three-dimensional implication. The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. When we speak of measure, we speak of content. We, we speak of weighing content. When we speak of stature, we speak of attainable height. Height attained, um, dimension attained, and he said, of the fullness. So we are supposed to weigh all that Christ should weigh, the measure. We are supposed to 
be as he is expressly in all manifestations touch him and the fullness we must be overflowing and that is the zenith of grace until then every day you get to experience something new of Christ you have received grace upon grace the day you understand the rudiments and the modus operandi is latin right modus operandi of the working of miracles you have received a grace upon grace the day you move from that to know how to convey healing at any point in time you have received another grace upon grace that is why i love how um, amplified version puts it he says that grace after grace spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing favor upon favor and gift upon gift i prophesy to you tonight and i decree and i declare because this declaration and this decree is going to be established even as per the scripture says i declare in the name of the lord jesus you are receiving grace after grace you are receiving favor upon favor you are receiving spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing and you are receiving gift upon gift you have been in that particular operation of that gift for quite some time i declare and i decree in the name of the lord jesus after tonight receive that grace that will leap you out in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus you are watching me you are you, you've been using spectacles i just i just i just saw a pair of eyes released into somebody's eye. You have issues with your eye. Why not? My eye is failing. You have issues with your eye. You have issues with your eye. I just saw a pair of eyes released to someone. And if that is you, you just want to receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your eye has been restored. And you begin to see clearly like never before. Hallelujah. So let's, let's continue. He says that grace and peace be multiplied, be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Let me pick it up again. He said grace and shalom. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. In other words, increase in grace. Let grace be upon grace. Let peace be increased. Oh yes, it is possible to increase in peace. Because you know what? Peace, shalom, actually doesn't just mean um, how should I put it? being free and having your peace of mind. That's the closest I can come down. Hallelujah. Peace is not the absence of issues. 
peace is a spiritual reality. Peace means completeness. Shalom means completeness. So, when he says grace and peace be multiplied unto you, he's saying that grace and completeness be multiplied unto you. Come to the place of completion. Come to the place of perfection. Shilomo. Shalom. Grace. He said, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Through the knowledge of God and the knowledge of the Son of God. Ladies and gentlemen, a man that does not increase in knowledge is at a place where he is stagnant in grace. It doesn't matter the impartation you receive. You end up in error if you operate without knowledge. Because knowledge is the base upon which grace is firmly rooted. Said grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. You know, verse 3, you, that is when you begin to realize that the operation of grace and the operation of knowledge also works out power. He says that according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and to godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and to virtue. He has called us to glory and virtue. And where did we first see glory when we started? He, we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. Jumping to verse 16. And of his fullness have we all received grace after grace, grace upon grace, grace over grace, grace against grace. Ladies and gentlemen, it is very necessary that you increase in grace. It is important that the grace of God be seen and be expressed progressively upon your life. Otherwise, you will get to a place where your operation is no longer needed. When the people you are sent to outgrow you before you grow, you lose them. Because God, through you, has apportioned a certain grace. Okay? There is a measure of grace given to you what? King James before. To you. Okay? There's a measure of grace given to you. However, the fullness of grace, which is Christ, is inside of you. So the measure of grace you received is the beginning of your journey in grace. So that the scripture, according to what Paul said, grow in grace, will be fulfilled. That you are able to grow. You are able to move higher. You are able to move on. Because ladies and gentlemen, your impact and your influence will be short-lived when your grace and your progression in grace and your progression in the, on, on the ladder of maturity becomes stagnant. If you are not growing, if you are not moving on, 
you've, you've been born again for five years and you never, ever have one testimony that I could not do this before. I don't want to make an example so that you feel bad. You have no testimony, you have no record that I wasn't able to do this when I was born again. I wasn't able to understand the word of God in this magnitude. I wasn't able to speak the word of God to someone. I wasn't able to pray for the sick and they will be healed. But now I can do that. My dear friend. My dear friend. You were not begotten to be stagnant. You were begotten to be progressive. You were chosen so that through you, others will be chosen. And if you are stagnant and you remain a baby, ladies and gentlemen, babies don't reproduce. Babies don't reproduce. And we've established that the length of years you have stayed in church or what you do in church does not necessarily imply that you've grown. That you gave your life to Christ in 1978 does not mean you are mature than the one that gave his life to Christ in January 2020 and has been making effort to move on and to move higher. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, make necessary effort to move on. Make necessary effort to progress. This is one of the most important things that I will ever share with you. To admonish you that you give priority to the necessity of growth. If not, You see, as plain as it may sound, it's very difficult. It's, 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 um, it's serious, not difficult. It's very serious. Because, let me tell you something. The scripture said that, let us run with patience the race which is before us. Okay? So, our whole expense of life in Christ, our whole journey in Christ, from destitution to faithfulness, our whole journey in Christ is a race. And ladies and gentlemen, just like the scripture said, one that does not complete their race is not worthy of the prize. If Usain Bolt, no matter his name, no matter how many awards he's taken, begins to run and instead of finishing the 100 meters, after running 10 meters, um, is unable to run and others run it, he's not going to get anything. He's not even considered as one that completed the race. He didn't complete the race. His name will be on the list, all right. 
just like you'll be in heaven all right. You see, there is the country of heaven, just like there is the country Ghana, and there is the city Accra. So there's a city called the New Jerusalem. And it is not the necessity, it is not necessary. Um, the English is not coming. It is not the entirety of God's country. A city was beheld coming from. Okay? It's not the subject matter tonight. So, if you do not make conscious efforts, praying alone, see, you can go to Achia. I've been there before. There's nothing wrong with that. And pray for 120 days. Eh? That's about the lifespan of red blood cells. Eh? <laughs> and pray and pray and pray and pray. Prayer alone will not mature you. It is important. Prayer is important. It's a necessary ingredient. But prayer without knowledge. You see, just like I said, you can go to Achia. I remember we were at Achia. And then there was this guy that was praying. It's a story that I share. Lord. There was this guy that was praying. I'll translate those of you that are from other countries, the Nigerian people. He said, Eurade, you see, if you have been to Achia, there's this um, uh, stream, is it stream or river? Stream beneath, okay? The mountain, at the base of the mountain. I say, Oh, sister. What he was saying, let me translate it into English. He was saying that in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, he's entering the water that is at the base of the mountain and he's cursing somebody. <laughs> that is an important practice. Or the Antwerra, sorry. That's an important practice. What does he mean? It is zeal without knowledge. Zeal without knowledge. Such a person will come down from the mountain and they are feeling superior. They feel like I have been to watch here for 120 days. Who are you to tell me? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. John the Baptist had lived all the lifespan of his ministry in a very strange place, eating strange meal, dressing strangely, and Jesus was moving from Egypt to Nazareth to Jerusalem, eating all the nice foods, putting on a nice attire, and gets into the line and all the time that John the Baptist ministered, there had not been a record, according to scripture, of an open heaven until Jesus came. And I know that in understanding 
John was lacking because after John has said that this is the one of whom I speak and said that he's the one that will be preferred before me. In fact, on that particular day, he said, this is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And when Jesus asked to be baptized, he declared his unworthiness. Look at his theology. He was preaching forgiveness, repentance. He meets the one that he was proclaiming. I believe in honor. So that you know, say it's just honor. He says that I am not worthy to unlace your shoe. What does it mean? I reckon that you carry something greater. Then he is captured because he was preaching and mentioned the error of Herod and Herodias. And in prison, he sends his disciples and goes like, ah. it's like, I'm not seeing any shoe. Ask him if he is the one or we should expect another one. There's something wrong with his theology. But look at Jesus at the age of 12. The scripture said he spoke with so much wisdom, so much that them that listened to him, they were astonished, according to James. They were astonished. What it means is that they were thrown out of their wits. They, they, they were drawn out of their understanding. He was, he was expounding the word of God to teachers of the law, disproving and approving, and making understandable and relate, relatable the word of God at the age 12. Look at Jesus at the marriage. He says that my time is not due. And yet, there was a miracle recorded. Ladies and gentlemen, zeal without knowledge will end you up in iniquity. Iniquity According to Isaiah, he says that, and we all as sheep have gone astray. And he says that um, the iniquity of us all was laid on him. So, going astray actually is what is called iniquity. Going your own way. In Romans, Paul said, the people of Israel were going about with zeal without knowledge. And by so doing, they created their own path. Ladies and gentlemen, 
knowledge is important. Revelation is important. And revelation does not come to those in stagnation. Revelation is for those that are in motion. Until you make an effort to receive, contain, and, and conform, you may not be able to lay hold on the revelation, even when it is whispered audibly. No, not whispered. Shouted in your ear. Whilst Jesus was teaching and people were catching Revi, people were saying that he was blaspheming. He was, he was saying things that were not lawful. Meanwhile, people were understanding and they were experiencing the force of that word of God. My dear friend, grace is multiplied through knowledge. According to 2 Peter 1, Verse 2. He said, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. So I beseech you that you pay serious attention to that which will increase you and will allow you grow in grace. Are you hearing me? It's trying to show you something from Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. There's um, as if we're ready you went the travel man. you you know, it's interesting that the Gospels would declare that these signs shall follow them that believe. It is a working of grace. These signs shall follow them that believe. That statement and the following of signs after an individual 
is a working of grace. It, it, it is a working of grace. Otherwise, you will enter a place where all the grace you have is all that you needed to be saved. And you'll be asked, Paul, I know. Jesus, I have heard of. Who are you? Let me share the story. There was this time we were preparing for exams. I've shared it quite some time, a number of times. I was preparing for an exam back in school. I think um, we're level 400 or 300. I think 400. And I got a call as a prayer secretary, so you can imagine. I got a call. Somebody is manifesting. It's like, oh, I'm studying. So I finally go there and it was interesting. It was an interesting scene. This girl was manifesting. Apparently, I think they were fellowshipping. Then um, a spread manifested. Now the issue was to get her back to her senses and if possible, cast out this thing. And I got there, I was like, ah, these people have been praying for hell. I mean, I joined, actually, from the beginning. I also joined to pray for her. We're just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Then I decided to sit down. So I sat down, and I was looking at the whole procedure. Then she mentioned my name. She said, why are you praying for her? And I'm like, me? I'm thinking of how to deal with this so that I can go and study. I've not even mentioned your name. So if you have mentioned my name, then you know me. And that was how we dealt with that. So if I had gone there, not carrying a particular presence, there's this friend of mine was wearing SS. I believe, if I've, I've, I'm not going too far. Um, he entered this church and they were praying for this girl. Pierre, Pierre, out, out, and all that. And this girl was running out of the church and he was entering. Then the girl just meets her and stops and runs back again. And that was how they dealt with it. See? Until you make a conscious effort to be more expressive. Because, hey, you see that those that believed, they were given power to become the sons of God. So, you need power in order to become a son of God. Because a prince of a king has at his disposal a certain measure and level of power. So, your whole life begins with power. And the spirit that raised up Christ from the dead lives inside of you. And for your information, that means that you are the reservoir of God's power. Scripture said, 
if the spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he shall quicken your mortal bodies. This power is so active that it's able to work and extend from your spirit into your mortal body. This spirit of God that raised up Christ from the dead was the power of God muzzled up together, gathered up together to raise Christ from the dead. And you have this inside of you. You must bring it out. Tell yourself, I must bring this power out. This power must be seen. Paul said, verse 5, he says that by whom, let me start from the verse 1 so that you know the whom I'm talking about. He said, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. Verse 4. And declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Verse 5. By whom we have received grace and apostleship. By whom we have received grace and the seal of our calling, by whom we have received grace, and the seal of that healer, by whom we have received grace, and the seal of that pastoral grace, by whom we have received grace, and the seal of teaching the word of God, by whom we have received grace to be a voice. He said, by whom we have received grace and apostleship, my dear friend, grace comes and begins a journey in your life that will revolutionize your life first and that of others around you. Grace is the investment of God into your life so that you will be impactful and you will be influential and most of all, you will be beneficial to the body of Christ. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that tonight you experience increase and growth in the name of the Lord Jesus. He said, for, the, for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. God gives you grace for his name. Oh, oh, oh. Now, let me experience, let me explain this from one side. I think I'll just end the message here. You can get the CD. <laughs> I just ended here. And I'll just preach one minute. Declare over your life another minute, making two. And then we pray for a couple of minutes. All right? And I see if I can speak to a couple of people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Spirit of God. 
Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Can you just speak in the language of the Spirit if you are able? Rabako shapandele beshabra talagadias. You see, truth is one reason why relativism is an error. Because if we should also ascribe to relativism, then it means truth is relative. And when truth is relative, no truth is actually universal. No truth is actually absolute. Because what is true to me might not be true to you. But the word of God is true and absolute. And it is not relative. It is entire and does not depend on anyone to gain understanding anywhere. Just speak in the language of the spirit. Just speak in the language of the spirit. Rakato Valebahashan Gilele Bresto for us. Pela Gatente Nenimishan. Kapambo Bobohus. Vontolo Bohusai. I said that grace is for the manifestation of the name of God. What is the name of God? We know the name of God when we know the Lamb of God. Because the one that offers the Lamb is the one. That declares his name. Because in Leviticus, they were instructed the lamb upon which you shall transfer your sins must bear on its neck the name of the family. So Jesus, the lamb of God, was put on the cross and Pilate writes on the cross Jesus, the king of the Jews. And you know, the thing is that the scripture said that he wrote that in Greek and in Hebrew. In Hebrew, he could not, in fact, in Hebrew and both in uh, Greek, the I R N R N I Inri is the Latinized version. But the Hebrew that was written was Yod He Vav He Y H W H. What's that? Oroko Shevahaya. He wrote Yeshua for why? So they write from the they write from behind. Let me say it like that. 
left to the right. No, this is my left. The right from the right to the left. All right. So, Yeshua HaNazarene, Yod He. So, Yeshua HaNazarene, Jesus of Nazareth. So, Yeshua Y, HaNazarene of Nazareth H. Because HaNazarene is hyphenated to make one word. So, Yeshua HaNazarene, Vimelech, and Vimelech is what is anglicized as W. It is the Vav, Yod He Vavi. That is the Vav. Yeshua HaNazarene, Vimelech, Ha Yehudim, of the Jews. Ha Yehudim. So you get the anglicized version of the Yod He Vavi to be the YHWH. And that was what the Israelites called the name Yahweh. They could not mention that name because they considered it to be so holy that mentioning it was a mighty task. As a matter of fact, for them to write it, you do ablution, you do all the washing and the purification, then you come and write why or your. Then you go and do washing again, come and write the H, which is A. Then you go and come again, come and write the W, which is the valve, and you go and wash again and come and write the H, which is the H. And so they decided to call it the name. So the name of God that was expressed and declared and shown on that day was Yahweh. And that is why the priest went to Pilate and requested that that name be brought down, that inscription be brought down. And they said that, write that he said he's the king of the Jews and not that Jesus of Nazareth, king of the Jews. But write that Jesus, he said, he's the king of the Jews. And Pilate said, Segrapha de Grapha. What is written is written. I came here to announce to you that it pleases God that you increase in grace. I came here to announce to somebody that it pleases God that you receive grace upon grace, grace against grace, grace over grace, favor over favor, spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, one gift upon one gift, and Continue increasing, continue being full of grace until the day you have come to the place of the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And I came here with an anointing to declare over your life whatever is written is written, whatever is declared is declared. Tonight is the night of grace where God shall cause you to increase in grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. You just want to lift up prayer with me in the name of the Lord Jesus. May you be positioned and aligned such that you receive the knowledge that will necessitate 
faith, your increase in grace, and your ascension in grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I see you doing better things than you did before. I see you preaching better. I see you teaching better. I see you prophesying better. I see you understanding the word of God better. I see you winning more souls than you would have won on a normal day. Your normal times are over. You have just zoomed in and bumped in into your abnormal era where you experience the supernatural. I prophesy over your life. Receive grace over grace. Receive favor upon favor. Receive spiritual blessing over spiritual blessing. Receive anointing upon anointing. May the spirit of God, which is inside of you, that is the fullness of everything you would ever need and the fullness of everything you would ever ask for. Be manifested in the name of the Lord Jesus. In all essence, may you experience an increasing manifestation in the name of the Lord Jesus. You have been struggling in that pursuit. You have been struggling with that situation. You have been struggling with that circumstance. But it is so because you have not come to the place where you experience a higher grace over the grace that you are praying with. I came here to partner with you and to receive the required grace, the grace prerequisite needed for that increase, for that change. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are seeing better, you are hearing better. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You know, you can get to the place where it becomes difficult to experience a lot of things. You may receive prophecy upon prophecy, word upon word, vision upon vision. But if the grace needed to make that possible is not released, you have a situation. That is why Paul said, we have received the grace and apostleship. 
the grace received comes with it the ability to operate as he ought. And tonight we are encountering a greater grace, a higher grace, a better grace. You know what? You can be praying for one thing, one day to another day, day after day. You can be in the place of prayer, praying for one thing after the other and not experience its manifestation. And it is just because you have not received grace for grace. You have not received grace over grace. But tonight, you are receiving grace over grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know, one time, I had closed from work. And for those of you that are very close to me, when I come to the place of work, I try as much as possible. It's not the best thing, right? I try as much as possible to not mess up my work with my work. What I mean is that I don't come there praying for people when I'm expected to inject people. There are times where it is necessary. There are times when the injection also is necessary. I remember one time I was seated and this woman came. I was taking the history and she said, my, my tummy is paining me. My stomach has been paining me for some time now. And I, I looked at her and the spirit of the Lord told me that the pain was gone. I looked at the woman and I said, woman, your pain is gone. She said, um, I said, check it, check it. That pain is gone. And she checked it. She said, yes, it's gone. But I came here to see the doctor. I still want to be treated. Hallelujah. I remember another time we were in this place winning souls. We are on evangelism. I met this um, businessman, a very renowned businessman. And he, he was even recognized by BBC. BBC did a, con, um, a commentary, a documentation on what he was doing. And this man left business and decided to be preaching Jesus. He came, I was seated, and I was standing in the word of God. So he came to minister to me. He came to preach. He was coming to win my soul. He didn't know my soul was one. So when he came, I was reading the Bible. Then we got talking. Then he realized, oh, you are even a man of God. So we decided to take a walk together. And... Uh, do evangelism. Then we met this lady and we're like, can we talk to you? She said, I am working. I, I just took permission to go and buy drugs at the drugstore. And we said, you don't, you give us that time you need to go to the drugstore. You'll be well. So she stood there and we kept speaking to her. And whilst we were speaking to her, this um, businessman got the witness that she was fine and uh, announced to her, your, your sickness uh, is gone. You see, she was a believer. She might have prayed, 
but she needed a higher grace. And like I said, I had closed from work this particular day. And I was this, I was with this young man of God. We are all young men of God, but he's younger in age. And uh, he was asking me questions, you know, asking me questions. He wants to increase in his ministry. He wants to increase in the prophetic. How well can he go about corporate prayer and all that? For your information, I don't, I don't, I don't like corporate prayer. Not like I don't like praying and I enjoy it, but I don't like being the one leading. But most of the time, I end up being the one leading. I don't know why. But we got talking. And as we were talking, I, I told him, an angel out of God is standing behind me right now, on this tall, and uh, he's holding something in his hand. But I don't know who it's for. And why he's standing there? He said, well, ask him. I said, no, 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 no. He came. So let him be there. I will know what he's standing there for. As a matter of fact, as I'm speaking right now, the angel of God that stands with me when I begin to prophesy, standing at my right hand side right now, Horoshevahasai. And as I just said this right now, I hear in my spirit, the Lord opening eyes for people to be able to relate to the angelic realm. You are receiving a gift upon gift. You are receiving the discerning of spirits to be able to tell when angels are present, to be able to see when angels are present. So we were talking, we got talking, and this angel kept standing behind. And one gentleman came and passed behind me. When he passed behind me, I was prompted, and I asked him, he actually greeted the one I was speaking with. And I asked him, do you know him? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is he into ministry? He said, yes. I said, can you call him for me? Then he came. And when he came, he, I said, young man, you have been praying for the fire of God. And I began speaking to him what he had been expecting the Lord to give to him. And I said, an angel before you came to pass here, came to stand here. That is the God we said. He makes provision ahead of time. And I speak provision made for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I said, this angel came here to stand because of you. And he has in his hand the fire that you have been praying for. There is this relative that is into ministry. And it is whose fire that you are really asking. He confirmed. As I kept speaking to him. You know, I'm not used to prophesying in a spectacular way. Or I say one thing and I'm go like, clap your hands or those kind of things. I just say it all like that. I'm, 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 I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. The one that has issues with the eye, begin to check your eye. Begin to try it out. If you are putting on glasses and contact lens, try that eye out. 
I said that I saw the release of a pair of eyes that was released. You can begin to try out that eye. If you're watching via Facebook, via YouTube, via Zoom, you can just begin to try that eye out. As I spoke to this man, he fell down. And I was like, oh, it's true what they say. The day you meet what you have not met before, the day you meet all that you have been praying for, it overpowers you. The reason why it overwhelms you is proof and is because you are about to move from one level to another. And I see the Lord taking you to another level. I see two ladies right now. I see two ladies, three ladies right now. One of them I see with a microphone singing, you sing. And the two others, I don't see anything as that. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I see the Lord releasing grace over you. I see the Lord releasing grace over you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm prompted right now to pray for all that are sick. Before I do anything else, I'm prompted right now to pray for all that are sick. If you are sick in any part of your body, if you have this pain in your head, this migraine that has lasted for some time, this frontal headache, the um, right side headache, left side headache, you've been having this pain right here in your jaw, you've been having difficulty uh, in certain parts of your body, you want to put your hand there right now? Just put your hand there right now. Put your hand there right now. I'm waiting for you to put your hand there right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I declare that you are healed. Pain leave right now and set them loose and set them free. Growth disappear right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Dysfunction be corrected in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every deviation from the normal in your body, I declare a reversal and a restoration in the name of the Lord Jesus. Two people, two people, two people watching me right now. As I witness within my spirit, two people right now, I see a guy amongst two people Two people, you have been praying about the prophetic. You've been praying about the prophetic. That grace is being released right now. Two people, two people, two people. But you see, when we release a prophetic word like that, when we release such word of knowledge, you, you, you can Stretch your faith and align and take it for yourself also. Those two people. You just want to put your hand on your forehead right now. 
Just put your hand on your forehead right now. And everyone that is expecting increase in the ministry, in the administration of the power giftings. Release it, oh God. Take it right now, no more A release of the spirit above the Receive it right now. Take it right now. Take it right now. Yeah, yeah. No, no more. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Rosco Vobo Hosaya. Parateke Shodalabahandesa. Someone right now, you are receiving a reaction to prove that you are receiving this grace. Just keep your hand on your head. Keep your hand on your head. You begin to feel this breeze flow around you mildly like that. Mildly like that. You begin to feel this sensation in your feet. The sensation in your feet. The sensation in your feet. Take it right now. Take it right now. Receive that grace. Oh no more 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 rate bada dos. Oh touch low. If you're believing God for a touch right now, I just want to give time for this right now. In the next three minutes, I'll probably be speaking to people by name so that you know specifically I'm speaking to you. Porondo covele la reto shedadae. Touch, Lord. With your hand on your forehead or on your chest or on your belly. Touch me with your hands. Jesus. Touch me with your hands Jesus touch me with your hands Jesus touch me with your hands for those Jesus Touch me with your hands. He's touching you right now. Jesus, touch me with your hands. Tada deko bobo. Jesus, I don't want to go. 
the same way I joined. Touch me with your hands. Oh, bo, 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 bo. Jesus. Fawusa kami. Yesu. Fawusa kami. Mado shibobo. Yesu. Breathe. Breathe, Lord. Breathe, Lord. Palo ve zarato jivara. Kojni arte kovobonos. Enanana nino no modom I'm just about speaking to a couple of people before we end this. If you're watching via Facebook, um, just give a comment. If you're watching via um, Zoom, just be chatting. I, I, I can see the Zoom list, all right? But especially for those of you watching via Facebook, just type, do something so that I can see you. You can just put a thumbs up. You can just say fire. You can just say amen. You can just type Jesus. You can just type glory. No more I'll be speaking to a couple of people. Just quickly, 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 quickly. Baba oh Baba Baba oh Baba, Baba, we are in your presence. Let it rain. Your rain. Let it fall on us. We ring your presence. Let it rain. Oh, your rain. Let it fall on me. Open the floodgates in abundance. And cause your rain to fall on me. Yeah. 
Open the floodgates in abundance and cause your rain out of our body to fall on me. Rain, oh rain, la roche kogobo la rain, rain, la de no chevret se sovase, ma no chesto se barate kogobo. R-A-D. Yeah. Who is R-A-D? R-A-D on Zoom. R-A-D. Can I have your audio? Let me speak with you briefly. I'm here. Please, can you help me with the audio? R A D. I'm here, Reverend. Okay. Right. Wait, you joined the other time, right? No, today is my first time. Today is your first time. Yeah. Your voice is quite familiar. Oh, okay. Okay. Please, what do you do? I work with um, a company in Tema. A company? In Tema. So um, I see a release towards you, and uh, it's to ease a lot of things in your life. Am I still in contact with you? Yes, Reverend. Yeah, like I like to hear you. The more the more I hear your voice the more I'm likely to talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, right. So, I don't know what you are believing God to pull through for you, but I see grace released for ease. Grace released for ease. Grace Amen, released Reverend. for ease. Are you into ministry? No, Reverend. Why? Wishing to join the ministry soon. As one okay. of the graces of action. Then it is settled. Amen, Reverend. Is is settled. Once you are already aware, it's fine. You know, scripture said that it is God who is at work in us, both to will and to do 
of his good pleasure. Amen, amen. So the, the, the truth is that once you've confirmed it, that's why I was asking what you were doing because I see oh, okay. a grace of God upon you, but I'm not seeing you as one that is actively doing ministry. So I was asking you what you were doing. You said you work with the company. Yes, Reverend. Okay. Now, two things. There's grace that is released for ease. Please give me the Alewa black and white like that. There is grace that is released for ease, and I see grace that is released for ministry as well. Amen, Reverend. I see you speaking the word of God and teaching the word of God. I don't know what exactly you are praying for, but I see you preaching and speaking the word of God with such difference it's just a beautiful sight. I'm seeing you release the word of God. I don't know if you already shared the word of God with a group of people or anything like that. I share with uh, individuals. Just one-on-one. Share with um, individuals. Yeah, one-on-one -on -one discussions. Okay, great. Great. I, I see you releasing the word of God but as I saw it I didn't see it as a one-on-one -on -one issue there will come a time where it will be on a larger scale than one-on-one -on -one interactions it is very important because as a man that is concerned with the excellence and efficiency I believe that if you can speak to one person at a time, you can very well assess a person at a time. But I see you preaching to a group of people. Amen, Reverend. Because right in, in the cause of your ministry, I see people that will be released. I'm seeing something like a progression from out of what God will begin to use you to do. Amen. And uh, it's like the one that God, Billy Graham, saved. And then this person is ministering to large crowds. Ministry to large crowds. I don't know if you yearn for the miracles. I do, Reverend. You do? All right. Because I saw as I was speaking about the progressions from out of your and, and the people that will be produced from your ministrations, I see. No, I saw. A few seconds ago, I saw. Mm -hmm. uh, it's crutch, right? No clutch. Clutch is in car. Yes. Crutch <laughs> is the one that is in the outfit. I see one being lifted up. 
and it was standard in my spirit, mildly like that, the miraculous. Can you just lift your hands where you are? I have, Reverend. Wonderful. I pray a release. Father, I am just a habinga. I'm just an announcer of what you are just doing already. I declare it done, even as it has been pronounced in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray a release of grace. Amen. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Now, I saw oil in your hands, and as I was looking, an angel appeared and was pouring. But before I saw the angel pouring, I saw oil already poured in your hands. The grace is already there, but it's going to experience a higher manifestation. Amen. Amen. And as I saw this angel pouring, I realized that an angel joined and it became two. And as this one is commissioning you, this one is assigned to you in the cause of Amen. ministry. Amen. Thank you, Spirit of God. These hands that are lifted up, you will lay on the sick and they shall recover. In the name of Jesus. By these hands, the Lord shall rout miracles. Amen. Even to his glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord will give you a name. The Lord will give you a name. The Lord will give you a name. It is done. And it is settled. Right. Amen. Thank you, God bless you. God bless you. Where are those on Facebook? Let me speak to Healing rain is falling now. Healing rain is falling now. Not afraid. I'm not afraid. Healing rain is falling down. Healing rain is falling now. Time is fast spent. Let me pray with you. Those on Facebook just say something. That's why you might know I'm not talking to you. Pastor Ines, God bless you. But I'm rather coming for my prophecy. <laughs> I 
I'm not afraid. Healing rain is falling now. Healing rain is falling now. Oh, I'm not afraid. If you know someone that is sick, do this for me. Take a screenshot, carry it with you, and go and pray for that person. If you know someone that is sick, take a screenshot of the meeting right now. I'm saying a screenshot for those that are on Zoom, but those that are on Facebook, it's, it's there. You can go back to it. And those on YouTube, it will be available tomorrow. So you can just take the screenshots, anything. Take it along with you and go and pray for that sick person. And they will be healed. Healing is very much released tonight. Tonight we anticipated we would take time. So forgive us. I'm just closing in two, five minutes. But I see the prophetic grace released. And all of you have spoken to all of you. Thelma. Yes, man of God. Miss Thelma. Yes, please. How are you? Please, I'm very fine. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You have a sweet voice. Do you sing in church? Yes, I used to. You used to. What happened? Please, currently no bass that one, please. I was moving from Kufuria to Akka, so. And yeah, so sing in many places. If you move, you move, sing, you move, you sing. It's possible, right? Yes, please. Okay. Oh, you are the one at uh, Efijase Highways. Intravenous. Intravenous. Yeah, yes, yeah. My uncle's got a house over there. Yeah. Oh, okay. And to my boss Now, I see your dreams being enriched. Did I talk about anything ministry the last time we spoke? I remember we spoke mm -hmm. about um, work or so. Yes, please. That was just it. Last two weeks. Last two weeks, that, that was just it. We, we spoke about work. Yes, please, work and my That's mother's all. side. Yes, please. And your friend. And my mother's side. And your mother's side, oh, okay. I have no idea, I don't remember. <laughs> but I see your dreams being enriched. Do you remember your dreams? Please, for the past one week, I do remember my dreams. For the past one week, you don't remember your dreams. I do. I Go do remember. You, you do? Yes, please. But before then, you didn't? But before, yeah. Okay, thank God. So, I see the Lord enriching your dreams. Amen. And... Um, is an expression of the prophetic stream 
Amen. Wonderful. You have been praying for it, eh? Yes, please. <laughs> well, it has been released. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, I'm hearing Isaiah in my ear, and it's two things. Number one, fear not. He's the one that talks about fear not a lot. Number yeah. two, he's the one that is constantly told of God's movement with him. He's assured that God is with him. I am with you. I am with you. And fear not. If I were you, I would take these two words seriously. Okay. If I were you again, I would take a close look at the ministry of Isaiah. If I were you. That's what I'm just saying. Okay. So you can just put your hand on your belly, on your forehead, any place you feel most comfortable. Please stand. Father, thank you for the release of grace. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Grace is released. My declare the manifestation thereof is flowing out. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Get connected to an instructor, all right? Okay. Someone that will instruct you in the way of ministry. Okay. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you too, man of God. Amen. Amen. So we are done. Let's close. We are done, right? just want to begin to declare there is grace for possibilities released right now. Just want to begin to declare in the name of Jesus. That everything you are hoping for, everything you are believing the Lord for, is working out right now. Just declare, just declare that thing. I'm sure you are alone where you are. You can declare it. Bayawa Juma Woyemu 
Oje Kunya Mija Baya Wachuma Baya Wachuma Woyemo Oje Kunya Mija Oje Oja Susun kunkrun eni ocha oje oja susun kunkrun ni ocha baye wachuma eh baye wachuma wemu oje Unyamicha Bayawa Juma Bayawa Juma Webu Oje Unyamicha Does this particular release for is a marital blessing like that that is released i am claiming it for myself and if i were you i would do same i just saw it like that father we thank you for tonight i declare in the name of the lord jesus everyone that has joined us tonight has experienced your glory and your power and even your grace released I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, let these ones, Lord, move in the reality thereof, that they may grow, increase, and joy therein, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you that your word is true, and thank you that you are all-powerful and almighty. And all things are possible with you. Thank you that we are opened to the realm of possibilities. Let your word be established in us tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 If you join us, this is the Apostolic Sprint. If you're joining us via Facebook, um, it's not too late to share it. Afterwards, they can watch it. Um, it's not too late to create a watch party. If you're watching us via Zoom next time, make sure you gather your family around you. Share the uh, the meeting ID, the meeting link with someone else. Let them be a blessing. And if you're watching via YouTube, in fact, all of you kindly go to YouTube, Reverend James Nanyo. You can subscribe and hit the notification bell and make sure you get all the notifications. There's quite a lot going on there. Um, there's a quite a lot going on there. And so that you can uh, receive the notification to watch everything that is put there. God bless you. And the Lord be with you. This is the Apostolic Spring, yo. And I am the RJ. And I'm blessed to be with you. I respond to the RJ anytime, anywhere, and any day. I'm the herald of love. God bless you. And hey, I love you. Bye-bye.